happens when you only have five to seven minutes per day to do a Bible study, to really have a good devotional, a Bible study that you will actually remember, something that will be impactful, but definitely does not take more than five to seven minutes. All right, sister. Well, you've heard some of my other methods, okay? And I know that you're curious about more. Now, this one is one that I use and I share with my coaching clients. And guess what, sister? I'm about to share this with you for free. Freebie, freebie here for you. All right, sister. Why? Because I believe that we all need to know this method. This is a method that I kind of came up with some acronyms. This is what I do when I don't have time, when I don't have a lot of time, but I still want to have an impactful Bible study. And usually this is what I do during the week. And not every day, you know, there's some days during the week that I'm going to spend a little more time because it's not as busy. Uh, but for the most part, this happens when I'm kind of like in those more rush days where I know the few days of the week that are going to be my busier mornings. This is a perfect, perfect thing to do. Aside from the other, some of the other stuff I've shared with you, this is something, something that I haven't shared with you yet. And I'm very, very, very excited to bring it to you. And if you want more help with this, with actually connecting with God through a consistent Bible study routine that works just for you and your specific time needs, easy. Just head on over to theintentionalchristianwoman.com and schedule your call with me today. I'm super excited to be able to work with you. All right, sister, are you ready to hear this amazing and powerful method? You ready for this? Easy to remember, very simple, easy to do. And as you're listening, I want you to pay very close attention because I'm giving you a specific example of something I've done, like literally a devotional that I did. Well, let's just call it more of a Bible study because it's a chapter that I read and I was able to go through one of the stories in the Old Testament. So I want you to pay very close attention as I go through it, as I think out loud, as I explain it to you, as I'm thinking out loud. Uh, and so just take notes. If you're driving, don't take notes, obviously. Maybe you want to replay this later and take notes because I think this is going to be very powerful and very, very, very effective for you. All right, sister? And those that are already a part of my community, Intentional Bible Study for Christian Women, look out for a post this week because I'm going to be asking you what you want to hear more of on the podcast. And if you want to make it known to me what you want to hear more of on the podcast, go ahead and join that group. I won't be posting it until later this week. So you have time. Go ahead and make sure you get in there by Wednesday, though, because I'm putting my question out there and I'm going to start creating more episodes that fit your needs and your wants. So if you want your voice heard and you want to speak up and you want to say, Rosie, I want you to make more about this. I love what you make about this, whatever the case, let me know because I do want to be here for you and I want to help you. All right, sister. All right, let's do this. Are you so busy and overwhelmed that you can't get enough time to connect with God? Are distractions robbing you of your time with Jesus? Is your motivation to spend time in the Word just not what it used to be? Do you want to be more consistent in your personal Bible study? Welcome home, sister. I'm Rosie, a mom, wife, teacher, and devoted disciple of Jesus. And like you, I struggled to stay consistent with my Bible study. When life got busy, I felt so overwhelmed that spending time in God's Word was no longer a priority. In my hardest seasons of life, my motivation to be in the Bible grew weak. I lost my convictions and walked away from God. But by His grace, my faith was restored and with a conviction to never take God's Word for granted again. 
If you're tired of letting the enemy steal away your time, energy, focus, and motivation, then sister, this podcast is for you. So go reheat your coffee, dust off your journal and Bible, and get ready to take back your time. This is an example of how I would do the SIT method, scripture and query and thoughts. Okay, so today I'm going to read as an example, 2 Chronicles chapter 9, verse 1 through 8. It's called, The Queen of Sheba Visits Solomon. When the Queen of Sheba heard of Solomon's fame, she came to Jerusalem to test him with hard questions. Arriving with a very great caravan with camels, carrying spices, large quantity of gold, large quantities of gold and precious stones, she came to Solomon and talked with him about all she had on her mind. Solomon answered all her questions. Nothing was too hard for him to explain to her. When the queen of Sheba saw the wisdom of Solomon, as well as the palace he had built, the food on his table, the sitting of his officials, the seating of his officials, the attending servants in their robes, the cupbearers in their robes, and the burnt offerings he made at the temple of the Lord, she was overwhelmed. She said to the king, The report I heard in my own country about your achievements and your wisdom is true. But I did not believe what they said until I came and saw with my own eyes. Indeed, not even half the greatness of your wisdom was told me. You have far exceeded the report I heard. How happy your people must be. How happy your officials who who continually stand before you and hear your wisdom. Praise be to the Lord your God, who has delighted in you and placed you on his throne as king to rule for the Lord your God. Because of the love of your God for Israel and his desire to uphold them forever, he has made you king over them to maintain justice and righteousness. So I'm going to read a little bit more because we're almost done with the scriptures. So that way we can get the complete picture. In verse 9, all the way through 12. Then she gave the king 120 talents of gold, large quantities of spices and precious stones. There had never been such spices as those the queen of Sheba gave to Solomon. The servant of Hiram and the servants of Solomon brought gold from Ophir, and they also brought algamwood and precious stones. The king used the algamwood to make steps for the temple of the Lord and for the royal palace, and to make harps and lyres for the musician. Nothing like them had ever seen, had ever been seen in Judah. King Solomon gave the queen of Sheba, <clears throat> excuse me, all that she desired and asked for. He gave her more than she had bought to him. Then she left and returned with her retinue to her own country. The scripture I read, I would write down is, I would just write down Second Chronicles chapter 9, verse 1 through 12, actually, because I decided to continue to read so that we can have the big picture of the story of the Queen of Sheba visits Solomon. Reading this only took me a couple minutes, not much, a few minutes, and about five minutes, let's just say, 
five minutes. So five minutes to read this. And then I'm going to now um, do my inquiry. So there's definitely questions that came up as I read this. And you could read this twice if you want. I think sometimes it's good to read the chapter twice. But the questions that I have, and even just reading the first time, I would like to know, first of all, who is the Queen of Sheba? I have heard of this queen personally. Uh, I, I know that she, there's definitely history with her. And I've heard her even before I read this in the Bible. Um, I know she's a big deal of some kind. That's what I know. But I want to know a little bit more. And why do I want to know more? Because for her to be impressed with Solomon, amazing, right? There, there had to be some significance here. What I know is that she was not a, an Israelite. Um, very likely someone who believed in multiple gods, as was the matter uh, in those days where all religions pretty much, yeah, everything what, but Judaism, um, for the most part, there's, there's one, but that's another story. But really, there was one, um, there was not, sorry, most of them were, were polytheistic. So, so I know that much, but I do want to know more about her. Like, I want to know, um, also why, so who she is, she heard of Solomon's fame, um, and she came to test him with questions, but I, I feel like, and these are some of my thoughts right now. I feel like she might have come to test him, but I think she really wanted to know, right? It, of course, she was impressed. So these are some thoughts that I'll write down. I'm very I'm amazed of how amazed she was. I know that Solomon was a really great and, and uh, wise king. God obviously gave him so much wisdom. <clears throat> we know that story. And... Uh, where God, where God gave him wisdom, that's all that Solomon asked for. And then he also gave him all the, these riches because Solomon didn't ask for for riches. He asked for wisdom. So to bless him and uh, for his noble, um, noble request. Now, did Solomon need all the stuff that Sheba gave him? No, but Sheba was so grateful that she gave him all, um, all these things that perhaps, and there are there are probably things in there, maybe not mentioned, but definitely some of that were mentioned, like spices. For example, spices were, there were probably spices that Solomon didn't have. So usually you would do like exchanges, you know, like uh, the market economy was more like bartering or exchanging, things like that. But the fact that he gave her all these spices, that and probably some precious stones that were not in that country in that area that Solomon were at. So Solomon would probably definitely gain um, things that he did not have. And, and, but at the same time, he really didn't need it. So I'm like, pretty amazed. One thing that amazes me most that I would write down in my thoughts is how she gave praise to a God she does not believe in. In verse eight, praise be to the Lord, your God, who has delighted in you and placed you as throne as on his throne as king to rule for the Lord, your God, because of the love of your God for Israel Israel, and his desire to uphold them for, forever, he has made you king over them to maintain justice and righteousness. So she recognized, she praised God, even though that's not her God. She recognized that how much God loves Israel. Because 
because he gave Israel an amazing king like this, who is maintaining justice and righteousness. She's so impressed by that. She's impressed by God's decision. She's like, no wonder God gave, you know, she, mu she must love, he must love, God must love his people very much to give him a king, to give them a king like you. These are some of the thoughts that I would write down. And that's how I would approach doing the sit method. All of this take, took, um, as at the time of I'm ending this recording, about eight minutes. And with a couple of, you know, ums in between. Uh, so eight minutes, maybe seven minutes. You can probably do this in seven minutes and do the sit method and you're done with your quiet time. And then in inquire about it later on. Uh, inquire about all your questions. Even in, even in your little bit of spare time, you can do that. Or on a weekend when you decide to do more in-depth study, you can go and, and inquire. Hey, sister. If this episode encouraged or blessed you in some way, then the best thing you can do is share it with a friend. Also, I would love it if you join me in my Facebook community, Intentional Bible Study for Christian Women. There is an amazing sisterhood encouraging one another and praying for each other. And sister, if you've ever thought about connecting deeper with God through a consistent, powerful, and uniquely designed Bible study routine that works just for you and your time needs, look no further because I am your mentor and friend and your coach, and I can help you. All you need to do is write me at coachwithrosie at gmail.com. You can connect with me there or you can check out theintentionalchristianwoman.com for more details. Lastly, if you haven't done so yet, I would invite you to leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. This is the way that I know this show is blessing you. My sister, I love you, know that I'm praying for you, and I will see you in the next one.